Good day, everyone. I am Dr. James Ahrens, the ADHD author and veterinarian. Welcome to my mental chaos. Remember that transfer of knowledge theory I have? Learn it, do it, teach it? Well, today we're moving to the second step of my lifelong cycle of knowledge, using the knowledge of veterinary medicine and applying it to actual cases. Graduation from vet school was approaching. I passed the state boards. Now it was time to find a job. At first, I interviewed with vet practices within 60 miles of Davis because I wanted to continue my live-in relationship with Debbie. Dissatisfied with those opportunities, I expanded my search area and accepted a job as an associate veterinarian on the central coast of California. The town was Paso Robles, a five-hour drive from Davis. With my employment situation finalized, I focused on the graduation weekend, when I'd be bestowed the title of Doctor of Veterinary Medicine. Being a junior vet student, Deb needed to study for finals while I gathered my family to celebrate my graduation. While she focused on her studies, my family took over Deb's quiet place, turning it into an hours-long, raucous event that dragged on throughout the weekend.
After I started my work in Passel, I visited Deb every other weekend to maintain our closeness. But the long distance between us eventually pulled us apart. Chapter 20. Finding a Job I drove north about a hundred miles to Yuba City to interview with a small animal practice, then made west to Nevada City in the western Sierras to look at another. These practices were not for me. They did not do any big animal medicine. I went to Modesto to interview with a dairy practitioner, but he told me I didn't have enough cow experience. He brought me to a farm to ask me what I thought was wrong with the cow. I couldn't tell she was sick. I didn't know enough about cows to satisfy the fellow. He found another grad for his practice. I drove south to Bakersfield and interviewed with a busy small practitioner, but did not get good vibes about the practice. He told me I would be on my own most of the time. I said I wasn't ready to be on my own and declined the job. I went to Tehachapi to talk to a large animal vet who just opened a small animal practice, but the chemistry was not right either. I went to Paso Robles to interview with Dr. Brandt, and he offered me the job. It seemed to be a perfect balance between large and small animal practice in a rural area, just what I was looking for. I accepted with no hesitation. With the job in hand, I started to focus on graduation. Graduation was on Saturday. My family arrived in Davis throughout Friday, all happy to hang out around Deb's trailer, camping in the fields next to the place. Rick came with a girlfriend named Tracy. Dad came with his new wife, Lori. Brothers Mike and Tim came. Dad announced he would barbecue. He and Lori and Tim spent the entire summer two years ago driving from California to Alaska, and Dad knew how to cook on the grill. I went to my wine cellar and hauled out two five-gallon bottles of newly fermented but not yet bottled wine. Soon there was a lot of hooting and hollering in the fields around Debbie's trailer. We were out in Nowheresville. There was no one for us to bother except Debbie, who was studying for finals. She still had another year to go. I remember one of the brothers went in the trailer for something and ended up ripping the screen door off the hinges. Eventually, everything became quiet as we all grew sleepy and went to our respective bed sites. The next morning, we reassembled as best we could and headed off to campus for graduation. Debbie came too. Luckily, we had not made her angry enough to tell us all to screw off. After graduation, I readied for my move to Paso Robles. I still had no vehicle, so Brother Rick lent me his pickup truck. I drove my first load of stuff to Paso and started my first week as a real live veterinarian. It took me a few weeks to settle in. I bicycled to work from my apartment in downtown Paso. I spent many evenings talking with Debbie on the phone. Things seemed to have become better between us with the new distance. After six or eight weeks, I saved enough money to buy a used Honda. It was the same type of car Martha and I had driven, and I was comfortable with its feel and price. I went to see Debbie and Davis every other weekend and slowly moved the wine into my new garage under my apartment. On one weekend, I called to arrange to visit Debbie, and she said it was okay. The Friday afternoon schedule was slow, and I asked Dr. Brandt if I could leave an hour early, got in my new, used Honda, and drove to Davis as fast as possible. I think I had the driving time down to three and a half hours. I spent those three and a half hours dreaming of being with my sweetie. However, Friday evenings were an important day for Debbie to spend with her friends now that she and I were not living together. I rushed into her driveway and could see no lights on. I let myself into the empty trailer and tried to keep my spirits up, so I wouldn't complain to her as soon as she came home. When she finally did arrive, I told her my feelings were hurt, that I rushed to be with her as soon as I could only to find the house dark and empty. She told me I was silly, and we had the entire weekend together. 
I had to accept what she said, but I remained bruised inside. Why couldn't she make a Friday night that happened once in a while, special just for me, I wondered. This same pattern occurred the other three times I came up. Soon, I was feeling justified for being irritated. At the end of the summer, Debbie planned to bicycle to Paso from San Jose, following the Big Sur route I had done a few years ago. She left San Jose and headed up to the Santa Cruz Mountains, staying the night at Big Basin Redwoods State Park. The next night, she stayed at Big Sur, just as I had. By the third day, she bicycled out of the mountains and was on the way to Cambria to intersect Highway 46, where she would turn east to Paso. At San Simeon Beach, a few miles before Cambria, she telephoned me at work and asked if I could get her. She didn't feel like riding east anymore. I told her I'd be there just as soon as we closed. Thirty minutes later, I hopped in my car and drove to the coast on Highway 46, turning north at Cambria to look for her. I found Debbie on the road north of Cambria. I got out of my car and announced to her that I was here to save her. She took instant offense and told me she was not being saved. She didn't need to be saved, and she had merely cut the trip short. These were all semantics, I thought to myself, as I loaded her bike in the car. About a month later, Debbie drove to visit me in Paso. I had gotten tickets to an outdoor theater in Solvang. We had dinner on the way there and enjoyed a chilly night at the outdoor theater before heading back home. On our drive back, we got into another of our interminable arguments. I told Debbie maybe we should start seeing other people and not have such an exclusive relationship. I guess this was my honey-we-need-to-talk talk. Debbie took this as a closure of our relationship and left early the next morning. Over the next two years, my relationships were hit and miss. I was offered many opportunities to involve myself with lovely women through the connections I was developing as a veterinarian. However, none of these evolved into the long-term project that I was seeking. End of chapter.
like I trust in you As long as we've been together That should be so easy to do Thank you, Brian, for narrating Chapter 20 in Fear of Failure, my autobiography. And Mary, your songs quicken my focus, warm my heart, and bring a smile to my face. And thank you, folks, for listening. You can follow the story on my blog, jeadvm.com. Once on the blog's front page, go to Menu, pick My Books, and click on Fear of Failure. The entire autobiography can be purchased as an old-fashioned paper book, or an ebook as well as an 11 disc audiobook set, or can be downloaded from the audiobook site ACX. More details are on my website, jeadvm.com. Tune in next week to follow the newly minted ADHD veterinarian progress from step one of the cycle of knowledge, the learn it stage, to the do it stage.